The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Elaine, now you had another date in mind. According to my source, the end of the world will be on February 14th in the year 2016. Valentine's Day. Bummer. Where'd you get your date, Elaine? I received this information from an alien. As I told my husband, it was in the Paramus Holiday Inn. I was having a drink at the bar, alone, and this alien approached me. He started talking to me. He bought me a drink, and then I think he must have used some kind of a ray or a mind control device because he forced me to follow him to his room. And that's where he told me about the end of the world. So your alien had a room at the Holiday Inn, Paramus. It might have been a room on the spacecraft made up to look like a room at the Holiday Inn. I can't be sure about that. Of course not. And that is the whole problem with aliens, is you just can't trust them. Occasionally you meet a nice one, Starman, E.T., but usually they turn out to be some kind of big lizard. <laughs> That's all the time we've got for this week on World of the Psychic. Next week, though, give me Ira. Hairless pets. Weird. Until then, this is Peter Vinkman saying... <laughs> See you then. This is the Neverland Podcast, episode 115. Happy Valentine's Day! I love you. I know. And, of course, now, welcome to the Neverland Podcast. I hope you got your pixie in your pocket, because you need to take her out of the pocket and sprinkle some of that pixie dust around. Get your happiest thought, because you should have a happy thought unless you're alone on Valentine's Day, then maybe you don't have one. But we'll give you a happy thought anyway, won't we? Yes. Yes, because that's what we're here for about. Uh, I, of course, am your host, the Spider-Pan, Jeremy, and, of course, with me is... Heather, the Wendy Nerd. Yes, because it's Valentine's Day, so I should bring my wife with me, right? Yes. And she's good at them one-word answers. Yes. Well, that's what happens when you marry an introvert. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I've been doing fine, you know, with you, so, you know, I, I have enough energy for both of us. Uh, yes, you do. Yeah, so we were mis- mixed... Ma- mismatched... As a way, look, a mismatched pair, it seems, at least, for anyone who wouldn't maybe like know us that well. couple. Yeah, we're a bit of an odd couple. Uh, and I thought for a fun Valentine's Day, well, I thought it would be fun to kind of tell our story, because it's kind of, would make a pretty good Disney movie, wouldn't it? Yeah. So we're going to kind of tell our story. Uh, so uh, I have at least one story that I got from at least uh, 
one listener. Uh, didn't get a whole lot of feedback on that one. We're also going to take a listen to some very nice Disney classic movie love songs. Love songs. And even though some of these might be a little bit more recent, they're still pretty classic to me. Yeah. No. So, but we're going to go through and listen to some I'm not sure what all you have planned, but I'm, I'm agree. Yes. Oh, but yes. we will have plenty of fun. Okay. So we're going to just listen to some music and kind of celebrate Valentine's Day. But, you know, uh, before we go and celebrate Valentine's Day, it's time to spend a little moment in the trailer park. Mama, now the gator got in the house. Now the gator? Give me that sugar. Come here. Oh, oh, get him, Mama. Oh, get that gator. Oh, ah. The Neverland Trailer Park. Master Wayne. Thermal imaging is showing me two dozen hostiles on the third floor. Why don't I drop you off on the second? Even you got too old to die young, not for lack of trying. He has the power to wipe out the entire human race. If we believe there's even a 1% chance that he is our enemy, we have to take it as an absolute certainty. The greatest gladiator match in the history of the world. God versus man. Day versus night. You're psychotic. That is a three-syllable word for any thought too big for little minds. I've known a few women like you. Oh, I don't think you've ever known a woman like me. Okay, so what you just heard was the final trailer for Batman vs. Superman. And yes, I know there wasn't a whole lot of dialogue at one point. This this was an action trailer. Action, action, action. Yes. I guess they've uh, spent enough time telling you what the story is that they figure, look, we're going to... Uh, we're going to have a lot of action in this. This is a this is a superhero movie after all, I guess. Although I got to say, I mean, other than uh, you know, uh the slight built, you know, explanation of why Batman and Superman might be fighting against each other, there's not much plot that they have revealed for this movie. Well, what what amount of plot do you need, I guess, if you know it's Batman fighting Superman and Lex Luthor is going to create some weird version of Doomsday? And Wonder Woman will show up. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, I don't know, it seems there's still a lot of, for me anyway, a lot, too much mystery about it, and it almost seems like we're just here just for action, and that's, like, all you really yeah. need to know. Well, if we learned anything from Man of Steel, it's, look, it's Superman, and we're going to blow stuff up with Superman. 
Which is kind of sad. I don't know. I feel <laughs> yes. like after seeing, you Did know, Michael Bay so, direct this so much no, stuff. Zack Snyder, almost the same. So much stuff with like Superman. I mean, uh, that has been done in the past where there's story, like real yeah. story and real problems. There's probably and, some story to this too. I don't know. I'm doubtful. Sorry. Yeah. I'm still kind of doubtful. Although I must say, the opening sequence of this. Uh, with Batman, and I, I, I like having him working with Alfred, and Alfred saying, okay, yes. you've got everybody on the third floor, I'm going to drop you in the second. You know, them working as a team and in that tandem. I like that. And yes. even the fighting style that they have Batman doing is very reminiscent of what we've been enjoyed in the Arkham games, where it's a very, very quick, frenetic, I'm going to hit this guy, roll up, move over here, and hit this guy, and, you know, and, and very fast, you know. Uh, it was very, very cool. And then, of course, to lead it off with, like, I'm getting older. I'm not as fast as I was. After we've just seen the sequence of mm-hmm. him just, you know, hopping over here, slamming one guy into this wall, dropping this guy into a building, using the environment, which very cool. It's like, you know, this is a, that's a very cool way to present Batman. That's yep. very more comic mm-hmm. area, you know, of, you know, strike hard, strike quick because I'm just one guy. Well, and I do like uh, they have an older Batman. It seems like a lot of the Batman movies that have come out um, in recent decades, I guess I could include, um, are younger Batmans, the beginning of Batman, not so much Batman as he's getting older. So that's going to bring Superman getting older because they've been around almost the same. Well, but see, Superman's on a whole different like level. Like he shouldn't age the same way. Yeah, so there there really shouldn't be that much difference between him now and him like decades, you know, early. But Batman should, and so yeah. I'm kind of excited for. Um, I mean, that part for yeah. a more mature, you know, older Batman. Been around Batman, yeah. Well, of course, the main reason they did that is because this was the the dream of to make the Dark Knight, you know, two basically from the old comic books uh, or the Dark Knight Returns, um, where basically there is a really good epic uh, fight there between Superman and Batman because Batman is older. He probably should have uh, stopped, you know, and he has apparently retired for a while. He does make a return, and he does have a great fight where he's created some sort of super mechanical type of suit to fight with Superman, which, as we see in this trailer, he does, you know, we've gotten to see some pictures of Batman in it, but we get to see what it's capable of as near the end of it, Superman tries to punch him, and Batman's able to block it in this suit. And just the look on Superman's face of like, what the? <laughs> like, wait, nobody can block my punch. Uh, that is pretty cool. So I, my jury is still out to say I'm, I'm not expecting much. But, you know, going in with low expectations may help me actually to enjoy this. Because, I mean, it should be great because it is Batman versus Superman. But it's also Zack Snyder. And as far as t- trailers go, I guess this... This does its job because we already got an idea of what the, the a vague idea of the story. We know it's Batman versus Superman, so this just a lot of frenetic action, bam, bam, pow. And I saw this in front of the Deadpool movie. Don't bother. Read, just read my review on news.neverlandpodcast.com, which kind of it kind of fit with the style of how that movie was presented. Uh, so it looks like they were basically trying to get their everybody's attention who would go to Deadpool with this. No. Yep. I, yeah, it, it didn't show much more other than, like you said, at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, a lot of just so. action. But, you know, we already know enough of the story to where we're either interested or not. And this was just the uh, the fireworks to try to uh, give you that last little bit of interest. So, we'll see what happens. This movie comes out here in March. Of course, that's also Zootopia is going to be out. And Zootopia has kind of got priority to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for Zootopia. Yes, I am. Good. Yay, Zootopia! To Disney and beyond. Okay. Now, just to give a little bit of background to Valentine's Day, um, I, I meant to do a little bit more research this I on this. 
before going in through, you know, talk about it because there was a lot more details that I could give. But uh, the the basic reason why we celebrate Valentine's Day is, of course, for St. Valentine. And I don't remember exactly what period in history that this all had occurred. But uh, I believe it was in Rome. I might be mistaken. But, like, the emperor had wanted his armies. He thought they were better fighters if they didn't have somebody waiting it for them at home. So he wanted his army, everybody, to be unmarried. So... Uh, anybody, of course, who was going to conduct a wedding was going to be imprisoned, and Valentine was imprisoned uh, for because he was secretly conducting weddings of the soldiers because they wanted to get married. And how we got the concept of your Valentine is he had a fiance at while he was in prison, and he wrote letters to her and always signed him, of course, your Valentine. And uh, so he is basically now celebrated as a Catholic saint. And so that's why we have Valentine's Day. It's really a celebration of marriage. So those of you that are married, you should celebrate this day. Those of you that are not, um, I well, I hope you are one day and you are very happy. But it's difficult getting to this point because it took us a while, didn't it? It did. It did. It did. It's it's it's, it's not all wine and roses getting here because I uh, when we first when I first had met you. I was, you know, involved with somebody, and that's actually, I think, why I was hanging That's how we started talking, was yeah. because it was uh, someone we both knew. Yeah, someone we both knew, because you uh, had graduated from Kearney High School, where my girlfriend at the time had been attending, although my relationship with this girl was slowly fading out, you know, it wasn't... It wasn't going to last. That was that was a pretty sure thing. And uh, a lot of it had to do with uh, another friend of mine who was trying to come in between us and wreck it, which I found out later because uh, she was trying to be able to get my attention, which I'm sorry, it wasn't going to work for her that way. But yeah. There, it, it, <laughs> the days of our lives. Yes, it got very, very complicated. So yes, uh, love can be a very splendid and complicated thing. And I think we need a song to... Uh, golly, I don't know that I have a song that's any more complicated to say how messy these things can be. But, well, golly, one song I would think about to use would uh, be for something later. So, you know what? While we're single and we're trying to figure the whole thing out, I'd say we probably go around dreaming of uh, that one true love's kiss. So, uh, I'd say the most appropriate song I can think of right now would be True Love's Kiss from Enchanted. Make sense? Okay. Sure. It it works because we all look for it. And, you know, I think this song kind of works for that. So we'll just listen to that one now. How about that?
So yeah, you're always going through in your single life and you're hoping to find that one person. And then of course we have, okay, I was playing in a band at the time and uh, you were, you were attending Maple Woods. I had actually. I, I had just arrived. Like you, had, you, yeah. you had been there because uh, you're a little older and I yeah. had just gotten there. I actually was at the time not even attending classes. I just had friends there and uh, I would, I would come occasionally on Wednesdays uh, for special event things going on because uh, I, I, Wednesday was band practice, Wednesdays and Sundays and stuff. But there was a Wednesday. It was see you at the poll that I remember see you first at the pole. meeting you. Yep. We we met, we actually both got there early. If you don't and, know what see you at the poll is, Google it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we both actually were the first ones to get there, and um, nobody was actually standing at the pole. Well, but, no, there were some other people I thought that well, I was talking not at to that when time. I saw you walking up. I mean, there, we were still crowding in. Uh, I because I asked you like, is this where we needed to be? Because uh, yeah. you were standing next to like a like a picnic bench or outside the um the campus center, the student student campus yeah. center, and so I was just kind of like, oh, you know, is this is where where we're supposed to be? And so from there, people did come in after that, but that was that was the first time I had met you, mm-hmm. and um and I think just in just talking and probably you talking and me listening, we <laughs> yeah. we. We learned that someone that I was in class with, um, you had, had been dating. dating. Yeah, at the time. And um, she was a grade younger than me. And so, so she was still in high school. Yeah, she was still in high school, but I had just graduated. And so um, I came to campus looking to become more involved in some clubs and things like that. And so there's a Baptist Student Union that um, I had heard about. And so we, we decided to go, you know, I went to a meeting and then that's where I met Jeremy. Actually, you met me at seat at the pole, but we did have a but, meeting that day. Yeah. Later, and, and, know. and things like that. But that's, you know, that's where it kind of started. Yeah. yeah. And, that's at least where we met. And, uh, cause I remember I did ride with you and Jamie, uh, to mm-hmm. lunch at Taco Bell because mm-hmm. I was talking to, cause your friend Jamie was talking to. And yeah. I remember the whole time, you know, cause I was, oh, okay. They both from Carney. That's kind of neat. So I was talking to you too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, she basically was, she had just had some sort of relational kind of thing or whatever and was just talking about that the whole time. And then I remember when we dropped Jamie back off at her car or something like that, I just moved up to sit in the front seat and talk to you. And I says, well, we know all about Jamie's love life. How about yours? And you didn't have much to say. No, I, I'm still very quiet, was still very quiet, will probably always be very quiet. Uh, but if you tell my students that, they probably would be shocked. But, you know. Yeah. Anyway. But it was almost like we had met before, like once upon a dream, right? Yeah, actually, I was very comfortable (laughs) talking with you, and it was just kind of like, you know, this is kind of like my, you know, my brother or something. Not really a brother, because I've never had a brother, but it was kind of like that. Yeah. Kind of like that. Okay, but I was obviously giving a song cue. So let's listen to Once Upon a Dream. (laughs) Okay, so that's how we met. <laughs> she's giving me that weird honorary look. I throw song cues at her and she's like, yes, yeah, very good conversational. I'm trying to find songs that fit. <laughs> well, I'm also trying to get my side of the story too. Oh, yes. And I'm glad, yes, because she's, she's normally very quiet. It's, it's fun when she talks and shares, isn't it? Great. Okay. <laughs> well, now, see, so I will, I will. A little inside information on me. I guess I've always been attracted to like three things blue eyes, red heads, and tall brunettes. And look, a tall brunette. Yay! With so I had no, no red hair and no green eyes. Just brunette. I didn't say green eyes. I said blue eyes. Oh, blue eyes. Well, I don't have blue eyes. Yes, don't have blue eyes. But you're a tall brunette. Okay. She's taller than me, folks. So uh, I, you know, I got to you know interact with you a few times. Now, I remember. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the girl that had went to Carney, I had broken up with and I had rebounded with this little blonde girl. 
at a at a party of, of the same friend uh, who was actually trying to split Amber and I up, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, so when you rebound, you date people stupidly. I don't even remember this girl's last name. I just remember her first name. But she had this weird like vampire thing going on. And so I would show up to visit with the Baptist Student Union. We'd all go to lunch. And she was leaving, uh, we'll just say, hickeys and stuff on my neck. Well, I remember sitting in, in Burger King. And I was King getting and, there like, oh, jeez, I don't hide this. I remember sitting in Burger King and you were talking about this girl. And you're like, I'm just not sure about this girl. And, like, you had, you know, were talking about your uh, hickeys. And there was some fingernail polish or something like that involved. Yeah, oh, she liked with to paint it, my pinky. With it. And so you were just, like, not really sure. And, <laughs> yeah. you know. so it I mean, was a I rebound. Remember, I remember all that. And I, for my part, as far as, like, he, you know, he has told his attraction. But... Like, I thought, you know, it was just kind of cool that he had a band, you know, and I'm so. That's why we get into bands, isn't it, fellas? Uh, <laughs> but I thought, I thought that the way that, you know, when you got together and, you know, you, you prayed for people and, you know, and it was just a way that most people, uh, that, you know, you would condemn all these people are bad, you know, like a lot of people would want to do. You're like, no, let's, let's just pray for these people and, um, and that was just kind of like, that's a different way to think about it. And I really like that. So, yeah. But um, it, we also run about this time. I think, well, Court, you were dating Jason Bucklinger, which we won't even get into that one. Why'd you drop a name then? Oh, well, he's not going to listen to the show. I don't think I, mm, you're putting down in the public. Anybody can, oh, hear, anybody this. can hear it. But yeah. And that's, that didn't work out so good. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we, let's just, I wasn't going to let dig well, into it. While further. we were friends, like in this friend yeah. stage, we've seen each other date. And, and and have mistakes and and we yeah. you know talk to each other a little bit about you know the you know I don't know about this guy and uh, yeah. you know and things like that so um you know there was that in the friendship the friendship phase yeah you know we had whales of tails a whale of a tail or two wouldn't you say I guess that's another song cue yes it is <sighs> he's so cheesy okay now I remember at some point uh, I had just. You know, I, I started reading, uh, for those of you who are, you know, Bible readers, uh, you read about Paul in there and he's basically enjoying his singleness and he can do a lot more as a single person. And I started thinking, you know, I'm so frustrated with, with trying to deal with a love life that I was thinking maybe I just need to be single. <laughs> so I remember I had just decided, you know what, I'm, I just give up. I'm just not even going to bother and try. Uh, but I started getting to hang around with you a lot more. Yeah, they're, um, was this before? and oh. especially over like the summer, my church was going to have a, like, yeah, kind of like a, do, I was going to do the single thing after this, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, well wait maybe, a minute. I don't know. Maybe not. I can't remember the sequence of things now. Okay. Well, okay. So we had the first, that first year of school was kind of the friends and we had like the, you had the weird, you know, girlfriend and I had the weird boyfriend and that kind of thing like that. But then over the summer they had, um, the Baptist group would get together for some things and so we hung out and um and I brought my cousin along and he kind of liked my friend and so we were kind of just you know hanging out together you know afterwards and and talking and that kind of developed into um when school started up again um well, it was before school started up when when my church had like the yeah. Well, the I think it was Christian. the summer. It was a they were doing a music festival type of thing weekend, yeah. and so my band was going to come and play. Now I had already thought because I I kind of liked her. I thought you know she's pretty cool. I'd like to be able to get to know her. So I was like, well, maybe we'll we can date a bit, and we'll just see if I can get to get her to talk more because she was mm-hmm. kind of quiet still. So I you know I thought oh, she's that was in September nice. that you that yeah. That so went I had on. I had planned. I was like, well, you know, maybe I should try to ask her out while we're while we're at this thing. Now, okay, 
for those of you who are not familiar with me or what, okay, so I'm playing in a rock band. I'm very, you know, I had my long hair, I think, at the time, probably, you know, very, very different sort. Longer hair. A lot, well, lo- longer than it is now. It's yeah. fairly lengthy. Yeah. Um, so it was a, a, a definite, almost a bit of a culture shock. I hadn't seen you just being comfortable, you know, because I think you showed up wearing overalls and whatever. Just, I didn't wear overalls. I, I don't, know. Just had I don't this think very I had country overalls. girl thing going on. I was like, golly, we don't seem like we'd be a very good match. So I was thinking, maybe that's not such a great idea. I was kind of like, oh, gee, I don't know. <laughs> Plus, I know you were all into the the T.Y. or Thai uh, Beanie Babies, and I, I wasn't. I was, I, that was one of the things I didn't understand, but maybe it's because I'm a guy. I don't know. But, yeah, I know you were big into that at the time, too. Well, and then you you asked for, what was it, at the end of everything, because we all got rained out the second day. Yeah, and so we didn't um, actually get to play, and I, I never got around to actually even asking you out. But Well, you asked if, like, if we if I could go bowling, like, you know, like we wanted to get together, but something was going on, and I couldn't. Uh, well, I didn't actually so ask you out at all at that time and everything. Well, but no, we it wasn't like a date. It was like, hey, we were going to go hang out somewhere, and I was like, well, I can't. Oh, like after the reason. rain out, yeah, we yes. were all going to go. That was just, you know, a hangout thing, and so... That so, was not a date. No, that was not a date. Yeah. <laughs> we were just going to go hang out. So so that didn't quite work on there. Uh, but you know what? It's time to have another song. So you know what? I'm Because we were that different, I'd say let's listen to Beauty and the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. How's that? Because we were really were that different in a way, right? Sure. You were the beauty and I was definitely the beast. Of course, okay. if anyone else calls you beast, I'll rip their lungs out. Uh, okay. As old as time True as it can be Barely even friends Then somebody bends Unexpectedly Just a little change Small to say the least both a little scared, neither one prepared. Beauty and the beast, ever just the same, ever a surprise, ever as before, ever just as sure as the sun will rise. As old as time Tune as old as song Bittersweet and strange Finding you can change Learning you were wrong Certain as the sun Rising in the east Tale as old as time Song as old as rhyme, beauty and the beast. Tale as old as time, song as old as rhyme, beauty and the beast. After the cupboard with you now, Chip, it's past your bedtime. 
cannot love. <laughs> I gotta find ways to squeeze these songs in here, you know. I guess. <laughs> so, okay, so... I didn't end up actually asking you out, but I think I wrote a thing and wrote you, you like emailed, a, you know, emailed me. you and tried you to ask you out. You emailed me the the first time <laughs> you asked me out. You emailed me, and what preceded this was, cage, you know. was a, le- a lengthy conversation of how you always got the friend talk when you asked yeah, girls oh boy, did out. I ever. So you, because yeah, I'm so a nice you, guy, I get they get comfortable with me. When, a lot of my best friends for a long time were girls. So when you asked me out, I thought, oh crap, <laughs> because first of all, I didn't hadn't seen you in that way. I thought this is my goofy little friend, you know, and I'm doing what I can to promote your band because you know I think that's really cool that you're in a band, and I want to see you know like you succeed with all of that. But it hadn't even occurred to me to think of you in a boyfriend manner because at the time. I was looking for someone who is, you know, quiet like me, you know, taller, at least to date someone that was taller than me, (laughs) which never happened. Um, And so anyway, like that, it wasn't even on my radar. So yes, I gave the friend speech and I hated every minute of it because I was like, I am so sorry. I know how you've gotten the friend speech from everybody else, but I'm giving you the friend speech. (laughs) Over email. Over email because that's how you asked me out. So I was like, no, anyway, so, but it was after I'd given you the friend speech and there was, I don't know, I don't remember the kind of order after that, but there at some point you bleached your hair. Yeah. Oh, Um, you're jumping way ahead of things though. No. I mean, in a way though. No. Because now I, well, see, usually I would make, I know I made alterations to myself usually after like a breakup or something. I know because I pierced my ears a year after Amber. When did I? I think it was, might have been the post. I don't know. I don't remember. I see. At some point though, I did cut my hair and I I bleached it, but that's where you started looking at me different. But we had started to kind of hang out a little bit there before that because, you know, I was like, okay, well, we're friends and I enjoy spending time with you. And we, yeah, we were still friends after that and everything. Uh, we drove. Well, I can't. We we we, we, we went just, to some coffee. Houses. We went to coffee houses and everything. Yeah. and I could talk to you and everything. And you know, like I, I also uh, we had some like summer Baptist Student Union peoples or whatever meeting like a certain night of the week over the mm-hmm. summer it was at, at, at Thursday the night, Kansas yep. City. And so I, uh, you know, we'd talk over there and hang around, and I'd play some different songs for you, and you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. Because so, you, you were still quiet at the time, but I was like, well, I'm going to talk to you as much as I can, and maybe you'll get a word mm-hmm. in edgewise. Maybe I, I'm <laughs> doubtful. Well, eventually that, you did. I had I had to kind of unlock you a little bit, and you know, get to where you would talk. I more. still fight for a word in edgewise. <laughs> that do, was just do, funny. Do I not, do I not do I not? <laughs> but anyway, uh, anyway, well, you know, I think it's time for another song though, real quick before we go to the next part. Well, I want to play a lot of music, so you know what. Um, just because it's fun, this is this is sort of a love song, but sort of not. But I just love this song. So, "Hiss the Girl" from Little Mermaid. Percussion, strings, winds, words. Dare you see her sitting there across the way? She don't got a lot to say, but there's something about her. And you don't know why, but you're dying to try. You wanna kiss the girl. 
from kissing yes we were but i, I want to play as many of these songs we can. i know um, it's a disney podcast come on but it was about that time all that... right so i've cut my hair i've bleached it i had went off to florida with uh with uh, the drummer in my band uh we went to florida for a, a trip not to go to orlando unfortunately we were in um i forgot where it was and more of in the panhandle of florida and everything some uh, church revival thing that was affiliated with uh, his church or something so it was mm-hmm. the first time i'd ever gone to florida I got to swim in the ocean and i remember i've got a photo of me with the bleached hair from there now oh the funny thing is when i'd cut my hair short like that previously uh, i had i mean i my hair had i think i dyed it red at one point but i had dyed it black while it was long mm-hmm. so when i'd cut it short and bleached it you'd had where my natural hair had grown back that was kind of white and then where the black was, it was kind of orange. So my head kind of looked like this flame. And it actually was kind of fun. You know, it was an unexpected was different. Uh, different. So, uh, I, you know, so that's where I was. So I look like that. And that's where your story picks up, though. Finally. So- well, no, I had to, you know, <laughs> fill in gaps. You were leaving a gap. Um, okay. She was. But any, anyway, <laughs> so it was shortly after the whole email. It was a month. Exactly. I can remember it. So somewhere in that month, you must have done all of that because it was exa- it was almost exactly a month afterwards that I was like, you know, maybe I had told Jeremy no too soon. Like we could have, maybe we could have dated or something. And like, you know, I never even thought of him in that way. And maybe, I don't know, it was just the changes in the appearance. And, you know, no, I don't want you to ever bleach your hair. Like you're fine where it is. But yeah, I, I think just. Well, just that was November ch- when I had bleached my hair. Just the changes kind of was like, oh, you made me look at, at you a little bit different. differently. 
And so from then on, um, at some point, I kind of was like, man, I probably blew my chance with him. But if this is, because as time went on, I kind of thought, well, Jeremy's kind of a nice guy. Like, it wouldn't be too bad today. Like, you know, maybe. And But I thought he'll never, ever ask me out again. But if it is God's will, he will ask me out again. Like, usually you get one shot and that's it. But I thought, you know, if this is supposed to, if this is supposed to be, it will be. Yeah. And we started spending a heck of a lot of time together. We did. About this time. We were constantly always, you know, and mm-hmm. we'd go to being around with our friends. And this is where, you know, people started to ask questions every once in a while. Well, no, I guess the mm-hmm. questions really started later. Uh, I, I remember where things kind of shifted Probably a little bit. spring when it really... Well, uh, but there was something, uh, some sort of thing up in Carney that we had went to. It was Jamie's some, wedding. Was it? Well, yeah, because was it the reception? It was at the reception. You flat out asked me. It's like, you know, you're you're constantly going and you're always talking and everything. You ever think what would happen or what you'd think about or something if you were just quiet for a minute? Yep. And I stopped. Because by that point, I knew you still liked me. You know, uh, that was around the point I kind of realized, yeah, I just kind of like her. Like, I, hmm. I I knew that somewhere in there you still like me, even though I gave you the friend speech. And yeah. so in part, I was, honestly, I don't mess with people like that, but that was like one of the few times that I thought <laughs> you I... did, though. I did on purpose, like kind of, but it was also not that way, too, because you're so, everything was so fast. And I thought, well, what would happen if you actually just stopped and just listened? Yeah. So the perfect song I'll go with that is I Won't Say I'm In Love from Hercules. If there's a price for rotten judgment I guess I've already won that No man is worth the aggravation That's ancient history, been there, done that Don't you think you're kidding? He's the earth and heaven Do you try to keep it hidden? Honey, we can see right oh, through no. your You're dying to cry your heart out Okay, now I know the the big transition, I think, for me came around Valentine's Day, which is why this is a good time for this story. I was working at a KB toy store. For those of you who remember KB Toys, I think that company's completely out of business now. 
Unless it's an online store somewhere. It might have just know. been a local chain anyway. I, I don't know. I thought other places had them. Um, but I was working in a toy store, and it came to Valentine's Day, and I was working, and it was me and the game manager, both of us being completely single, like, yep, and here we are working in this Valentine's Day, and we've got nobody. And as I'm sitting there, and he's working in the back office because he's a manager, and I'm there at work in the counter, I was like, golly, you know who I really want to be with right now is Heather. This is where I want to spend my day, and I realized, oh, wow, okay, so, so this is love from Cinderella. This is love So this is love So this is what makes life I'm all aglow And now I know And now I know The key to has wings and I can fly I'll touch every star in the sky so this is the a good time to play that song right i guess so sure but that's when i realized uh-oh i'm in trouble because she's she wants to just remain friends and we're really good friends and so i better just keep my mouth shut well and see it was about that time that you got me this little plastic frog that was from your from the toy store and like you gave that to me at the bsu meeting and like you were into collecting frogs well yeah. mainly because everybody gave you frogs but you like well frogs. no I, I like frogs and so um you gave Suddenly that we're going to get a bunch of frogs sent to us <laughs> well i yeah anyway but you gave me the frog and kind of in front of everybody and that's probably when all the questions start so what's the thing with you and jeremy was i don't know we're just friends yeah. what's with you and heather i don't know we're just friends well of course you're gonna say i don't know because no one's gonna fess up anything because you don't want to wreck the friendship no no, so that you was, don't yeah. answer the question. People are going to ask you, but because it becomes kind of obvious to people when they see you together. Although it wasn't obvious to me, I thought, okay, well, this is probably not mutual, but that's okay. You know, I'm I can I can deal with this. You know, but I was thinking I, I should probably try it again or something because uh, this is around the point now. By the end of that that school year, uh, I started working. This was oh, by the way, we have to tell this part of the story because it's a Star Wars story. Oh yeah. We yes. waited in line for the Phantom Menace together. And I was cuz now this is the fun part is okay there was there was a, at one point that we'd went to go see like DC Talk at this concert in a, in a kind of coffee house. They were doing like a small it show. It was a bar. Well, yeah, basically. Yeah, it was a bar but they had a lot of different bands and stuff mm-hmm. and there there were Christian bands even and stuff and uh but normally DC Talk used to do big arena shows, you know, big concerts and they were doing like this small show at this little place. And so we had went and uh 
In between, you know, sets between us. This Talk is before Jamie's wedding. Yeah, this, this, this was before this Jamie's wedding. But it had been revealed at that time that you had been a Star Wars fan. And my friend Ken was with me. And Ken, like, glom. Oh, look, a girl who likes Star Wars. Because uh, you and Jamie were talking a lot. Because Jamie talks a lot. And so I and I talk a lot, so we'll just talk. So yeah. so he thought I was ignoring you or whatever. But that was long before. But that's how I knew at least you were a Star Wars fan. You liked Indiana Jones. Actually, she likes Indiana Jones better. So... She has said that before, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Um, so we were going to the, the to wait in line to get tickets to go see Star Wars. We were going to go see Star Wars together, and uh, in an almost weird way, because things are changing at this point. You know what? I'm going to play another song. Uh, I'm going to play. Can you feel the love tonight? <sighs> Just because it it almost doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. I can see what's happening. What? And they don't have a clue. Oh, they'll fall in love, and here's the bottom line. Our trio's down to two. Oh. The sweet caress of twilight. There's magic everywhere. And with all this romantic atmosphere, disaster's in the air. To make her see the truth about my past, impossible. She'd turn away from me. He's holding back, he's hiding. But what I can't decide. Why won't he be the king I know he is, the king I see inside? Okay, so we went to Star Wars together, and then right after that, I think we went to Taco Bell, but we were both working at Kansas City Life, a job you'd help me get because you work there seasonally. And I was leaving to go to St. Joe. Yeah, Kansas City Life is, the... a, is an insurance. Yes, you were yeah. going to go to St. Joe mm-hmm. to, to go, go to college. Finish up my four-year, yep. Bachelor's college. degree. Yep. 
So this was it. This was, she's going to be gone. And I was afraid I might not ever see her again. So I had this, I I wrote up everything I wanted to say and I had it in a note and put it in my pocket. But I was like, because I have to work up the guests to talk to her because we rode together to work. Uh, cause my car, I had, I busted up a car pretty bad. Uh, I, I had a hole punctured in the radiator hose line or whatever, but different side story. So we were riding together to work. And I was like, okay, here in the car, or some point today, I have to say something at lunch or sometime. I have to say something. And I chickened out. So by, by the, when I was going to get out of the car, when she drove me back home, I was like, here, I should have said something today, but I knew I probably wouldn't. No, you left a note on my desk at some point. You left a note on my desk. Oh, maybe because I had meant to say something. You that left morning, a note on my desk during say. during break. Oh yeah, at the okay. be- at at our first break before lunch, and so I had read it and and things like that, and so then on the way home, it was kind of an awkward drive a little bit because like I don't I don't know I just remember it being kind of because I was waiting for you to be able to say something saying you know saying in your court. things you know and um. And it was finally when, you know, I pulled up in front of your, your house that, you know, decisions were made. I guess I would put it that way. That we were going to have an official date. Official date. Yes. yes. On that Saturday, I think. Um, because that was like a Friday, I think. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. It would have to yeah, have been a yeah. Saturday because we went over to your house and we watched that movie. Um, uh-huh. yeah. Watched the and girl. it was uh, in the afternoon. Yeah, after the afternoon, I'd come up to uh, up to Carney and stuff. I think. And, and no, we were at your house. Yeah, but that I know whole we were time. at the house that first uh, date the yeah. whole time. So it was sort of a first date, and it sort of has that nice time to play Bella Note from Lady in the Tramp. Okay. Oh, this is the night. It's a beautiful night, and we call it a Bella Note. Look at the sky. Night will weave its magic spell when the one you love is near. For this is the night when the heavens are right on this lovely bed. No. 
You know, the funny thing is, is uh, in a previous relationship that I thought had actually worked, I had taken things very slow, and I'd went, you know, a couple months before I'd even kissed her, because, you know, the, my, my first girl I dated, it was a rush, and it was purely physical, and I did not want to have a repeat of that. So I was determined, okay, we're going to take my time here, and take it slow. Didn't work out so well that way. We kissed on the first date. Oh, yes, and, and plenty of it. Uh, <laughs> it but we, a- had, we had had about two years' worth of... Friendship, you know, just pure friendship the first year. The the second, well, school year anyway. And the second one, most of it liking each other but not saying anything to each other. You know, and we had had goodbye hugs and, you know, and things like that. But not like, you know, no kisses or anything like that. So it was just smooch. First kiss. Yeah, it was like that release. Like, here we can go. Yay. So, So it was definitely love from Robin Hood. Seems like only yesterday You were just a child at play Now you're all grown up inside of me Oh, how fast those moments flee Once we watched a lazy world go by Now the days seem to fly Life is brief But when it's gone Love goes on and on What what you're hearing is you're hearing these songs in between. For us, I was recording. It's just I'm pausing so I can edit the song later. And she just gives me these these cute little looks and shaking her head like, oh, finding any way to play more songs. But you so said that was the beginning. And, uh, of course, you know, your your first two years is everything is perfect about them. Oh, yes, they're wonderful. You know, you and. Well, okay. Reality doesn't set in for a couple of years. One thing has stayed the same. It's going to sound really cheesy. But. That first kiss was like perfect, and every, I'm really good at that. Every kiss since then was has been perfect, so that has not changed. Yay! For me, you are my my perfect kisser. Yay! So it took so long, <laughs> and then finally, at last, we saw the light from Tangled. All those days. Watching from the windows All those years I 
And you do have that those moments though within those first few years. I'm gonna rapid fire some songs here, baby. I can tell that because you know you do have that cloud night, and I still have never seen this movie, The Happiest Millionaire. But I love this song from it. Are We Dancing? Are we dancing? Are we really here? Is this feeling something real? Are we dancing? Does the music soar? 
You know what? Was it our one-year reign anniversary or two-year? I remember I had made a dinner for you to come because nobody was going to be home at the house. I was still living with my parents, but remember I made it was a, probably the first made a little dinner, yeah. had us a little table there in the living room, mm-hmm. and we had a little slow dance because we never got to go to any high school dances together or mm-hmm. anything. See, I've got I've got a plan with these songs. You'd almost think I'd plan it, but uh, okay, so. <laughs> okay, dear. So you know you you have to, and I and I've heard a lot. You know, experts would say you know you always have at least the first two years where. You you can barely see the flaws in the person. Everything's just perfect, but then you know a reality sets in, and, and love becomes less about this emotional rush and more about you the know, being that's real in front and of the you. person and an action. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a little a, a little bump there uh, in the process of it. It was the second year it was that second we were year. dating. Mm-hmm. And but I had went away to uh, work as a camp counselor up in Chicago and come back, and we'd had time to kind of think like, well, maybe we you know maybe this has kind of run its course. And so we decided, well, let's go back to being friends. It lasts. It didn't even last twenty four hours. It didn't even last twenty four hours. And and if uh, seriously, I, if you ever want to break up with someone and be really serious about it, do not plan to hang out together the next day because yeah. like, I'm glad we did though because yeah. I that day was completely miserable and we I thought okay we have all our friends who know this thing and there's been people who are who were like waiting for us to get together or something and so I sent out this mass email says okay you know this is this amicable thing we're just splitting up we just kind of think you know you know we're better with friends or something I was miserable that day and I was more 
more miserable when we were going to go to see Five Iron Frenzy with James. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because there you were, we weren't together, and there was we just were that, together. Yep. Mm, I just remember crying a lot. Like I just was not. Yeah. I just was not ready for. Yeah. Like. To be broken up and then put back together again yeah. with you after 24 hours and yeah, it was just, a complete miserable without you. That's that's yeah. when I that to me is when I learned what love really is. Love is a song for Bambi. The look she's given me <laughs> with all these toys, I find put a your transitions in. are just crazy. <laughs> but okay. yeah, that was it. Was at the point when we got back together, and after that miserable day, that I was like, okay, eventually, I'm definitely marrying this girl. It's like this is it. This is what love is really supposed to be like, where you just have to have that person around, and you want to do things for them, and you want to have them around. You don't always mm-hmm. have to be on an emotional high because sometimes we, you know, you're going to get mad at each other. You know, stuff like that. You're going to have roundabout of things. You're going to drive each other nuts every once in a while. But you do, but you always have to have that person there. And if you're away from them too long, you do kind of like, I'm bored. I'm lonely. I wish you were home. You know, that kind of thing. And it's, it's a choice. You can be upset, but yeah. you still choose yeah. to love that person, you know, and let, let things go that make you upset, you know, yeah. and stuff. Because, um, what was it? The saying, like, marriage just means you get to annoy the same person for the rest of their life yeah. or something like that. And, but you wouldn't have it any other way. Exactly. So, and that's how it works. So, so, oh, now it gets fun though. But the next two, the next two years is basically us waiting for me to graduate yep. so that, um, I can, I have, you know, my bachelor's degree and I can get my t- teaching job. And yeah. Jeremy got his associates, I think, during that time. Uh, no, that, I got, that I got we the associates after we were married. After we were um, married. I, I, I went back to school because <laughs> I had never finished over at Maple Woods. I was mostly hanging out and I'd gotten like half the credits mm-hmm. I needed. Um, but I, I remember, well, golly, there, I, 
just to throw in story, because while you being away at school was kind of complicated, because I remember there's one time that you and your roommate had had like a creepy guy in the building. Yeah, that was uh, that was the we, it wasn't even was a even year. That was year. the first summer. I, we, well, we, I was getting freaked. Out. I was about to drive to St. Joseph to find this guy because I was like, oh, you know, creepy. You better stay away from her. You know. Well, yeah, we, we did had, li- live just right down the road from the in- as- asylum. I mean, uh, it's not where he was from, but you know, it's yeah, kind of ap- people in the area. apropos that yeah. there was a you know penitentiary yes. type asylum that was down the road from us. At yeah, that and thankfully he wasn't from there. No, but, but, yeah. But I do recall that. But uh, I think for, you know, the the next continuation of the story that was, I think, was the big deal was uh, uh, you had already picked out your engagement ring at some point before. Well, I mean, it, it wasn't intentional at all. But you had found a ring that our, you really had our liked friend, and wanted it. Our friend Jamie, that she had been married by this point. And so um, when she, you know, let's just go to the mall and, and look at jewelry. And, of course, her husband would get her, you know, get her jewelry. And so I just thought, oh, okay, jewelry. Like, I've never been really much for jewelry. I'm just not that kind of girl. But anyway, as we were... As we were there, I was like, oh, well, this ring is really nice. Like, if I ever was to have an engagement ring, this would be it. But I'm not, you know, I'm not that picky. I, whatever, whatever, you know, because this was quite a ways out from the actual engagement. Yeah. But you had shown it to me at some point. That's how I knew it. That was when we were having a discussion about rings. Yeah. But I remember you had shown it to me. But it was. And so I I saved up and I got it. Yes, so uh, I I got the ring that I had seen, even though it was probably like a year earlier, and I don't I think an official engagement wasn't really like yeah in the in the yeah. works yet. But I was I was pretty determined. So, but it came close. You were going to graduate, so I'd got it. And okay, so got to tell the engagement story. Yes, I got to tell the engagement story. I had I wanted to do something clever, and uh, she was working of course at, at Watkins Mill, and, and I didn't do the biggest thing in the world. Um, I mean, some people go through these big, elaborate things. I just, you know, she was working at Watkins Mill. She was uh, doing programs. Watkins Mill is a state park here in Missouri, and she was mm-hmm. doing programs for the campers, like nature programs. Uh, and I would go, and, you know, to see her program and everything on Saturday evenings and everything. Well, I showed up. I had the ring in my pocket. And she does. Well, you have to back up, and t- you called and told me that you would not be able to get the ring out um, because you didn't have quite enough money for the last payment. But unbeknownst to me, that you actually did. Yeah, I had it. it was so in that my you got to back that up before. Okay, you... I, said I forgot about that. Part. Yes. So you're doing your program, and you asked for questions. Yep, I th- always at the end. I said, "Does anybody have any questions?" And he stands up and said, "You want to marry me?" <laughs> and at this point, I have like I think there was only maybe like eight or twelve people at the program that particular night for whatever reason. They don't know anything. They have no idea who this crazy person is because they look on their faces. They turn around to look at him because he sat in the back was like, what? And of course, I'm looking all goofy. <laughs> oh, this is my boyfriend. And, <laughs> trying to explain You know, and now my fiance. I don't know if I really said yes. I just kind of was like, yep, this is it. <laughs> Uh, well, I know. I think you did say yes. Well, I think so. Yeah. yeah. You have to answer the question. But I, I had yeah. phrases like, so how would you like to marry me? And I hold the, held the ring up. It's like, yeah, yeah, but it, it, yeah, it was very casual. It yeah. wasn't like this big formal, 
Heather, will you marry me? It was yeah. just kind of like, you want to marry me? <laughs> just very casual, because that's Jeremy. That's just, that's you know. That's just the way I am. So anyway, our, uh, and every, at the end of every month, and this was around my birthday, by the way, at the end of every month, like they do, you have to do a report. And so our engagement got in the report for, for this, <laughs> for the state park system that was sent to Jefferson City that, you know, these people got engaged. At this, at this, uh, you know, presentation. So, yeah. and uh, it was fun. We were attending the same church in Parkville at the time, mm-hmm. uh, New Covenant, and uh, you know, there's people who had known we were together and everything. And they were uh, expecting. They, they, they were, they were waiting a long time. They were they they had been waiting for it. I mean, four years. We dated yeah. four days shy of four years before we yeah. got married. So uh, basically, and I, I had I can't remember if I talked to George or somebody and said, "Oh, we have an announcement we want to make when when you're done. Just let us know uh, so we can come up." And so, you know, it came time to come up and just announce the church because we were going to have the wedding at the church and we just want to invite everybody there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kind of went up and I just remember I put an arm around, just stood there in the pulpit and just smiled. <laughs> and we just stood there for a little bit and I says, by now, most of you have figured this out. Mm-hmm. We have set the date. It was May 24th, 2003. We had set the date and everything. And by yep. that time, two days before I turned 26, because I did want to hopefully get married before I would turn 26. I figured mid-20s was a good time. And two so, weeks before that, I graduated college. Yeah, graduated college. And mm-hmm. so we were ready to begin a new life. Now, okay, okay. before we do the, uh, the tell about how funny the wedding kind of turned out to be, uh, I want to play Candle on the Water from Peach Dragon because it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. I don't have a good transition for it. I just like it. I'll be your candle on the water My love for you will always burn I know you're lost and drifting But the clouds are lifting Don't give up, you have somewhere to turn I'll be your candle on the water Till every wave is warm and bright My soul is there beside you Let this candle guide you Soon you'll see a golden stream of
Okay, so we had planned to do an outdoor wedding because you're an outdoor kind of girl. I want yes, I, I really wanted an outdoor wedding. Um, and we went and fairy tale, literally we wanted, fairy tale wedding. Yeah, we kind of both liked the the fairy tale, but not so over the top. You know, like we we kind of wanted it yeah. just enough that you got the idea, but not so much that it was like oh, yeah, not overbearing. But we yeah. had to find like a Renaissance uh, type vest for me. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Ruth made us uh, shirts that were had that you know they were called poets or whatever. They had the kind yeah. of poof sleeves for the men, and you were not in a, like puffy shirts or not anything like, like super the, puffy, yeah, but, but they were they we we looked like characters out of Lord of the Rings, kind of. Mm-hmm. And that, conveniently, that movie had just come out, and I had the soundtrack, and we used some of the music. In yeah, the we had we had went to Lord of the Rings, Fellowship um, of the Rings, specifically. Fellowship of the Rings. Well, specifically, um, yeah. at, during our uh, dating years, and so we really liked the movie, and we got the books, and we liked the books, and yeah. so we thought that would be appropriate. We also had seen uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, yep. Um, yep. and so that was also made their our way. Yeah, into we we used that song for our our, our uh, candlelight mm-hmm. um, bit there. Yeah. But uh, uh-huh. we had planned like the evening when we did the rehearsal. Uh, we had a little bit of birthday celebration in there where my mom actually got a cake with a printed of an old picture of me at two or three years old wearing His this little favorite syrup. picture. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so mom had that printed on a cake. So we had a little birthday thing for me, although it was still coming up. But, you know, but we did the rehearsal completely outdoors. We had timed and coordinated, had the music all picked out, and, mm-hmm. and it was going to time almost like perfect on the outdoors. And then that following morning, it rains. It rained. It, yeah, it rained that evening, and it was still really wet um, and, uh, yeah. and overcast really the rest of the day. I don't think... Well, the no, s- the sun came out when we came out to leave for the, on the car. Not for very long because it was very gray it, Well, by the time we got to Omaha, day. I think it was nice. But, yeah. um, but the wedding, you know, it actually timed out a little easier being indoors with the, the music for everybody to get down because... We had, uh, like, the groomsmen and everybody, we came mm-hmm. out to uh, the Concerning Hobbits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then had uh, the uh, Council of the Elrond was your entrance music. And that where it picks up at the end where the main theme was about the same time that you came down. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in the back, and I was just all, you know, I was excited. And, you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. nervous. I was just super excited and everything. And when you finally had come down, mm-hmm. I was just beside myself, like, there she comes. And I got to mess with him again because only the only person who had to lace up his shirt his his vest was me, but you're not supposed to see each yeah, other. Yeah, so I had to keep my back to her, so, but she could come so, out and lace this thing up for me. I a little bit. I tried to like, oh, I'm coming. Like I'm gonna, you're gonna see me, or I'm yeah, gonna see you. To chase me a on. little bit. Meanwhile, my best friend Philip, who was you know known as Lost Boy Philip, uh, mm-hmm. he was ordained and he was going to be our official, and he was having fun. Because you had noted when we were practicing the vows that uh, you you had the vow to obey, and I didn't. Mm. And so Philip had fun drawing pictures of us saying, Obey! I just thought the vows should be equal. It's a partnership <laughs> here, you know? I just thought it was hilarious. He even, yeah. he even wrote it on the car when they were decorating my car. He wrote, Obey! Ugh. So that became the word of the day. Obey! So, and then, of course, post the wedding. This, oh, the funny part was we were using, uh, Star Wars music also for the, the oh, finale. Yes. And we wanted, uh, the celebration from the special edition of Return of the Jedi there mm-hmm. at the end. Uh, so, because this but is a nice But did not bit. want the Star Wars main theme at the end. Right, where the credits roll, because it's all on one track. And we were both so afraid that they would not hit the stop button in time, at, in yeah. time as we were leaving. Actually, and it was we, the forward button skip to the next track because we had music to play. Well, anyway, but we were we were both like we walked down the aisle and got in the back, and I I think we both were holding our breath like please yeah don't, we heard don't either, let we kind of looked at each it. other kind of grabbed hands as we were at the receiving line or yep. whatever people were greeting us and we we're like wait 
And then we heard a transition. We're like, oh, okay. Good. No, Keep Star going. Wars music because we, we managed to get through. I don't know. We figured no one would recognize the Lord of the Rings or the Star Wars music until if the main theme, though, jumped up, they would, dun, the gig would have been and, up. You know, they would have The known. jigs up, they'd have been like, mm-hmm. they had Star Wars music? What in the world's with these two? Yeah. But you know what? It'd have been okay because, you know, they realized, well, they're dorks, you know? Well, <laughs> your family would have been like, oh, yeah, it's just Jeremy. Mine yeah. probably would have been like, what? Your, what your parents is, probably wouldn't even know what it what was. Is, oh, they would have. They would have? They would have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! But yeah, and then we uh, we got pranked by my own mother, who was, I thought was putting my luggage in the in the car, and so she asked for my car keys, and so they got into the car and they put uh, like balloons and all kinds. We of stuff. We had newspaper in there. We got a giant flamingo that was tied to the uh, inflatable rear view mirror. Yeah, yep. inflatable flamingo. And your Wait, my favorite had... part of our wedding video is me trying to figure out how to get in get it off of there. How are yeah. we gonna? How are we supposed to? Oh, that's going to be bad. Like, it's just incoherency, like, of him, like... Because I couldn't figure out how to get the Flamingo off there, and I wasn't going to be able to see to drive with the thing. Oh, and they put potpourri in our luggage. They put potpourri, like, all over the car. Like, our luggage Accidentally still, got it into still the, uh, smells like potpourri, because we did throwing... Wait, that's pop- our old car, anyway. Potpourri. Yeah. Well, the, the luggage still smells like that. potpourri. Really? Yes, the luggage wow. still smells still like potpourri. still have the same luggage? Yes! Wow. So, you know what? But she's always been the mini to my Mickey. I'm the guy they call Little Mickey Mouse. Not a sweetie down in the chicken house. Neither fat nor skinny, she's the horses. Winnie is my little Minnie Mouse. When it's feeding time for the animals, and they howl and growl like the cannibals, I just turn my heel to the hen house deal, and you'll hear me sing this song. Oh, the old tom cat with his meow, meow. Old hound dog with his bow, wow, wow. podcast with every cheesy transition in between every cheesy transition i got it all in there and the only you're thing lucky was, i like cheese you have to like cheese because on the outside we do seem very very different because i you know especially you know with me i've gotten to go to disney park and she hasn't that made me even more of a disney fan than i was and now i'm just driving crazy like i drove her crazy when the first spider-man movie came out because i was trying to explain spider-man to her forever and 
Now I know more about Spider-Man than I would ever want to know. Yeah. But she gets me back for trying to explain Inuyasha and all kind of other stuff. Animals. Yeah. We're a lot the same on the inside, but it's just on the outside we seem very, very different. Yeah. The interest, interest may be different, but yeah. like us as people, and I think that's the whole reason why we were attracted to each other, at least for me, yeah. was that, you know, as a person, they have different interests, but we're just the same. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've got at least one good piece of feedback uh, from when I ask for other people's stories. I know I've got one, and I'm going to share it. Neverland feedback. Okay, so our feedback for the week is a really nice email that I got um, from Shannon Martin. Uh, her email is smartin at podbean.com. I bet if you had questions about Podbean, you can ask her. Uh, but, uh, her message is simply this. Hi, saw your post in the podcasting group. I work at Podbean. My husband and I met about 19 years ago on a flight from Atlanta to Baltimore. Interestingly, we grew up about 30 minutes apart, but met in the air. It was fairly indicative of what our lives together would be like, as we've since lived in several states and countries and have traveled all over the world together. When in the U.S., we went to almost every MLB stadium, and now we're busy exploring Asia. Little did we know that that first flight would lead to many years of airplane rides together. Aww. And I, I think it's a good story, and hopefully you all liked this. You know, let us know what you thought. You know, uh, you can still share your stories with us, because I'll, I'll gladly still share it. Of course. Uh, and I think ours would make a lovely Disney movie, and our marriage was kind of like a romantic sitcom. Yeah, it was it was a comedy. I think it was. It yeah, was, it was. You know, we had we did hit. You know, where you you eventually you know because you're stuck together, you kind of get a little tired of each other. We did have that brief moment of getting each other's way and driving each other crazy for a while. But uh, for it the most part, we the really time. when we get upset, we just she gets quiet somewhere to cry and everything. But we don't really fight over anything, so mm-hmm. we we do pretty good. We drive each other occasionally bonkers. Mainly, I think I drive her bonkers. So. Yeah. Yeah, she's nodding. Yeah. Nodding doesn't work on a podcast, sweetie. Oh, it doesn't? No. Mm. Uh, but that's going to be all for our Valentine's special. We hope you enjoyed this. Had fun hearing some music and hearing kind of a what I think is a cute story, as Raleigh Crump would say. It's kind of a cute story. It's kind of a cute story. So we'll see you next week. Oh, and before I get into it, next week, Dale Wetland will be here from the D-Cast. Uh, I've mentioned him before. We had a wonderful time. Actually, I've already talked and recorded next week's episode. Uh, so I know you're going to enjoy it because we had a lot of fun talking. So make sure you're here next week to hear, hear my conversation with Dale Wetland, And we're going to dive into some Marvel and DC movies and television. Thank you for listening to the Neverland Podcast. We invite you back next week for more fun and adventure. Until then, remember to keep a pixie in your pocket. It's that young at heart, positive attitude that you can share with others. And remember to visit our website at NeverlandPodcast.com. There you can find links to our news page, a link to visit our shop, and much more. And please feel free to leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492. Or email us at podcast at neverlandpodcast.com. If you email us a Lost Boy or Pixie nickname with a reason why you chose that name, you can become an official Neverlander. Girls are too clever to get lost, so we are naturally magical pixies. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast. And like our Neverland Podcast fan page on Facebook. We also have a group on Facebook for you to join. We also appreciate your support in keeping the Neverland Podcast up and running. Visit patreon.com slash neverlandpodcast to donate to Keeping the Pixie Dust Alive. 
Copyright content featured on the Neverland podcast is copyright of their respective creators and used under fair use license. All original content is copyright of Blue Band Productions. God God bless. bless.